Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, indeed, people. Yes, indeed, people. We're back. Yeah. I'm rattled already, Phil. I'm rattled. <laughs> Man. We tried a new um, new form, like not a new format, but like a new platform to record this podcast this morning. And our, our business people recommended using a different app. And it did not work, Phil. So we're back on Zoom. Hopefully our guest today will get the memo that we need to do this on Zoom, a real app basically <laughs> and not on a janky one i don't know why the, the business world is just like don't use zoom it's terrible use this one and i'm like that one is not as user user friendly yeah well come we'll, on we'll see maybe maybe we'll figure it out and it'll be great yeah. who knows the good thing about this other app is that people can just call in so we could potentially have a call-in show phil I really like, like that a idea. real morning radio show. That would be cool. That would be next level, dude. Next level. Just Dominic Jimenez just calling in. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be amazing. That'd be great. Amazing. Um, yeah. So that's that's we're working on it, people. It's the Trump Brigade podcast. It is indeed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're back. Another Monday morning to bring you this freaking drummers morning show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm Corey Kingston. That guy all the way in Farbrook is Funky Phil Pardell. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, Funky Phil? How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I, you know, just a little stressed, a little stressed. This whole quarantine freaking COVID thing is catching up to me now, dude. Not the disease. Like I'm not getting the disease that you ain't going to catch me with those Ronas. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man, it's getting stressful. It's getting stressful, man. Yeah. It's getting stressful knowing that the little lessons that I have are all I have. I'm not making any money anywhere else. Like, Lord knows the drum brigade ain't making no money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We make a little bit, but <clears throat> actually, that's a lie. We don't make nothing, people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, my lessons, man, that's all I got right now, dude. And like, dude, I need more lessons. Me too. So bad. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Oh, uh, if I could just get a few more, like just kids are out of school. Like, dude, just come on. Yeah. It's so good for them. It's so good for their communication skills and their people skills and their working together skills and their drum skills. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude. People, if you have kids that need drum lessons, me and Funky Phil are literally the best teachers in the world. Okay? Yeah, let's get... Yeah, that's right. That's right. Give it to us. Yes. Better than anybody you know. Okay? Drumio, Mike Johnson, forget it. Corey Kingston, Funky Phil. Am I right? Hey! <laughs> All right. Jokes aside, we could really use some more lessons, guys, if you really could help us out it would be appreciated all right anyway <laughs> sounds so desperate right <laughs> um let's get back to business okay it's the drum brigade podcast this is this is where we just come on and we talk to people and we talk to each other and we just have fun doing what we do right funky phil right 
All right. So, um, you know, you can get this podcast on all the platforms that you get your podcasts on, which is, oh boy, hold on. Bear with. All right. There you go iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, Radio Public, and always drumbrigade.com. Yeah. You can subscribe to our YouTube and our Instagram and everything else. You can subscribe to TikTok, but I don't really use it. You can watch me sometimes go live on on um, YouTube. No, or Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Or Twitch, but Twitch is super janky. We might as well throw Twitch in the pit of that other stupid meeting thing. I'm negative, Phil. Let's just be positive, okay? I'm rambling here. I'm rambling. Um, Twitch is making me so mad, dude. I'm going to get on that soapbox later, but I have oh, a couple, man. okay, if we got the time. Um, all right. Anyways, philpardell.com, P-A-R-D-E-L-L.com. Uh, Corey Kingston, K O R E Y K I N G S T O N dot com. Uh, Day in a Life product reviews on my stuff, my YouTube page, on my Instagram too. Um, drum covers, Phil. We're going to get into that too. Working on some drum covers. They're not spectacular. I'm not Mike Mitchell, guys. Okay. I'm not going to freaking just like melt your face with chops. But I'm going to play a solid groove and I'm going to throw in a couple good, tasty fills. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, and, uh, funky Phil has educational stuff and all that jazz. So, um, you can just go and check that out. You can hire either of us by going to drumbrigade.com or going to our individual websites to teach your kid or you lessons or to hire us for a gig when we start playing again, or you can have us record drums for you remotely. Yeah. You can have us do anything at this point. I will do anything. Okay. Careful. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Going to get some weird requests. Within reason, people. Within <laughs> reason. Okay. I'm not taking my shirt off. Okay. I don't do that. Except for my wife. Tosh does. Yeah. Well, when I was 18, I might have too. You know? Um, dude, this is just... This, this show is borderline off the rails already. Okay. <laughs> I'm just... Ranting about dumb stuff. I need to pull it together, Phil. Pull it together, all right? Yeah. Um, this show is brought to you by Revolution. Revolution Drum Products. Dude, homie gave us a huge shout-out on... He took over the Drumheads um, Instagram. And then he just asked the public, uh, what do you guys like? What, what podcast do you guys like to listen to? And he's like, I like to listen to... Mike and Mike podcast, which gets technical, but I also like to listen to the Drum Brigade podcast with Funky Phil and Corey Kingston. Yes. And he's like, that is a little bit less technical, but they talk about, but what they talk about, but he's like, it's like more like a morning drum show for people that just want to hang out and talk about things. Yeah. And he's like, it's really cool. So shout out to John for giving us a shout out. Um, Anyways, Revolution makes forward-thinking drum products with uncompromised quality and innovation. They're the ones who make the True Tones, which are premium drum dampers. They make the Firefly drum key, which is the best drum key. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, they make the T-Locks. I, um, I did some reviews on the T-Locks, or a review on the T-Locks. I did a review on the True Tones. 
and um, all that stuff. They have a limited edition butter cake um, with big fat snare drum. It's called the butter cake. So you don't know what a butter cake is, but it's just like a big fat snare drum, but it's made out of suede and it looks dope and it sounds amazing. Holy moly. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, they also have some solid brass cymbal fasteners that look really cool. They look like they, yeah, they look really classy. You guys go check them out. Um, if you guys want, you can save 15% by typing in the code drum brigade 15 at checkout when you visit revodrum.com. Our guest this week, Funky Phil, it's a guy we don't know much about, but I do know he's a very good drummer and um, seems like a really cool guy. We stood him up last week, dude. Bummer, dude. We were... Yeah, there's a problem with our scheduling, so um, we're going to make it up by having him on this week. Uh, it's Sidecar Tommy. Yeah, Tommy Kappel. Yes, yes, yeah. We're, uh, we're stoked on that. We're going to get to know him. We're going to talk about Beats Antique and um, all kinds of stuff. Dude plays huge festivals and um, stuff, so we're going we're gonna to talk, talk to this dude about how he does it. All right, Funky Phil. I think that's everything. This is episode 78. Dang, man. Dang. 78. Yeah. Uh, everything else, you know, if you want to support us, just um, check out our merch store. We have some great merch, really great merch. I'm not, not exaggerating on that. I stand behind our merch. Um, we have every color of the rainbow that you can get for your T-shirts. We have every size. We have all, all kinds of different designs. And we don't just have T-shirts. We have phone covers excuse me, um, socks, hoodies, all kinds of stuff. Um, so go check that out. Support us by supporting the drum brigade. And then, um, you can also show the world that you are part of the brotherhood of drums. All right, let's get into it. Funky Phil. Yeah. Drum Brigade podcast brought to you by Revolution. Corey Kingston, Funky Phil, episode 78. Holy moly. We're moving along, Funky Phil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as you can tell, I'm a little bit on edge today. <laughs> uh, that that GoToMeeting app got me, got me razzled. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Phil? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Feeling good today. <laughs> it's been a week. Are you tired? You didn't have coffee today, huh? No, I still don't drink. I don't need drink the, the you caffeine. You don't drink it every day. No, I have it for fun every once in a while. I have my, I have a cup of decaf. What? Coffee? Yeah, decaf. Oh, boy. I know I was like skeptical and not super into it at first, but it's really nice getting to drink coffee because I like the taste of it. Yeah. Even though I know it's not as good as the real deal. But you know, I, it still like warms my heart. I keep telling myself I need to get decaf because there is times where I'm, it's 2.30 in the morning and I'm laying in bed like, what if we did this with Drum Brigade? What if we, what if we did this? I don't know. And my mind is just, I'm just awake. Oh, because you had too much coffee? Yeah. And I only have like one cup and it's super watered down. When and you it's drink just, it. In the morning. And that lasts you all the way till night? Yeah. No, That's it's crazy. like sometimes it hits me at night. What? 
sometimes like right now I feel tired. I feel like drained. I feel like I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm pushing through, but I'll be fine all day. And then Monday is like my longest day. I have the podcast and then I have lessons all the way until the evening. So I have to like pack my lunch and just hang out here at the studio all, all, all day. Okay. Well, it gets me through the day, but then I'm like, I just crash when I get home. And then I'm like, oh man, I'm going to go to bed. And then I sleep. And then two or three or four in the morning, I'm like, oh boy, I got an idea. And I'm just up. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been thinking like, maybe I do half calf or just like decaf sometimes. Sometimes decaf will get me there. Even that little bit of caffeine will get me a little, give me a little jolt. Yeah. Just a little bitty one. A little bitty. Yeah. Um, you, so this week, man, I did a um, couple things. Uh, filmed some drum covers Ooh. on uh, Saturday. Came in here, spent half the day with the wife, then came in here and just started going to town. <clears throat> nothing crazy, nothing crazy yet. I'm working up to it, but I did like a Brazilian funk thing with Kevin Freebie, nice. my collaboration. Um, and that one is cool. It's nothing. I'm, I can't emphasize that the, like more. It's just me playing drums. Simply that's it. It'll be up on YouTube probably by the time this comes out. Sweet. Um, and I did a reggae cover that took me one take. It was super easy. And then I'm working on a Smith's collaboration with Hopefully, some of the guys from Tigros, um, some of my other buddies, and my brother, hopefully, I'm trying to get him. He, has, he doesn't know this yet, but I'm trying to get him to sing on it. Nice. <laughs> we'll see. He'll probably be like, nah, fool. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyway, so I did that, and it was it was fun, man. It was really cool. I It's so hard, dude, but it's so rewarding when it comes when it comes out, you know? Yeah. Um, so people have been saying like, dude, you're a drummer, you own drum brigade, but we never see you playing drums. I'm like, well, you should just come out to see me sometime. And so they're like, yeah, but all your videos are like you talking or you on a vlog, you should be playing drums. Like, why don't you have drum videos? I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I have to make more drum videos. Yeah. I got to do that too. Yeah. What else? I did a, did something else music wise um there was that i said we were going to talk about it and now i can't remember well anyways you did you did a school video where you're just freaking just hamming it up just freaking going super ham chop style oh <laughs> uh no it's really good it wasn't oh, that I choppy know. yeah <laughs> huh it wasn't that choppy was it no it was good no i love it when you are finally like See world, I can play, like because you're, you'll, you are a very good drummer, Phil. You're oh. very good, and you went to school to be good. And I'm not saying this to, to make, make your head big. I'm saying this because it's the truth. Okay, <laughs> but sometimes you, like me, we need to show the world that we know how to play drums, plain and simple. Yeah. Obviously, we know how to play drums because we freaking work as full time drummers. And we host a drum podcast, okay? But sometimes we just need to go, hey, look, see, I can play and like be okay with that. It's just yeah. confidence. It's not cockiness. No, none of us are going to be ever be as cocky as Eric Moore 
or Ron Bruner, okay? <laughs> Just the fact of the matter. I'm not those guys. But the thing is, they can back it because those fools can play like better than everyone in the world. Okay? Well, dude, I'm just a drummer, okay? I just play drums and I love to play drums. We should be able to show that. Yeah. And you certainly did, Phil. You oh, certainly did. Thank you. Very good job. Very good job. I would hire you. Yes. Um <laughs> The other thing I did, I I was talking about it a little bit last week, but um I did another collaboration with this like project thing that Zach Nager was doing. Uh, Zach COVID blues. did this thing called Funky COVID Blues. Uh-huh. And he had me just record a few bars, and I did. And I'm so stoked to have done it. It's really cool. And like, dude, um, Celos is on it from Sublime with Rome, and Freebies on it. And like, a bunch of fools are on it. Like, a bunch of fools from San Diego are doing this thing. And so yeah. I'm really, I'm really stoked that like he thought of me and was like, yo, can you, he's like, can you send me a few bars of you just jamming to this song? And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm like kind of nervous, but all right. And I just did it. Like, I didn't even really do it like proper. I just set up a zoom meeting and recorded it and then sent it to him. <laughs> nice. And so, yeah, yeah, that came out this week. It's just a YouTube video. So go check it out. Funky COVID blues. And um, uh, everybody from San Diego is on it. It's dope. So yeah, um, yeah. It's and hot. then um, cool. Yeah, and it's it's funny that like this. You're funky, man. <laughs> it's like uh, that's all I hear when he. I saw that he responded, replied to your um, oh, your yeah. uh, thing, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're funky. And by the way, you're funky, man. <laughs> like, dude, he said the same thing to me, and I'm like, oh boy. That, that means it has it has more meaning when it's coming from Zach. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, yeah. Also, dude, let me say this. Zach, so Zach's one of the funkiest drummers we know, dude. Plays with Carl Denson, and we've, we've had him on the show. Probably one of the best, if not the best, interview we've had on our show. It's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Um, He came out with this, this bass drum riser, or it's like a floor tom riser. Um, It turns your floor tom into a bass drum kind of thing. So, like, Gibraltar makes one that's all metal and janky. He made one that's, like, out of wood. I don't know what kind of wood, but it looks like it's, like, oak or something, and it's, like, really lovely looking. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice looking, and it basically, you it's like a cradle for your floor tom, for a 16-inch floor tom. So, if you're on a gig or you're playing in a little club and you're like, man, I don't want to bring a giant 22 or 24-inch kick drum, you could just bring your floor tom and make that your kick drum. And so... This thing lays on the floor. You put your kick, your floor tom in it, and then it's sideways, like on the floor. So it's not on the floor rolling around. And it cradles it. It holds it. It's very affordable. If you guys want to go and grab one, it would probably help out Zach a lot. And um, he's just making them um, for like bespoke for people who just want them the way that they want them. All right, so hit up Zach on um, Instagram or Facebook. Probably Facebook is better. And, yeah, uh, if you guys want cool. one, they're super cheap. I think you can make them different sizes too. So if you have like a fourteen, I think you can do yeah. a fourteen too. Or I want one. I just don't have any money right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> There's so many things, dude. I want to get a camera slider so bad. 
like a mo- I saw one. Okay, camera sliders, like motorized camera sliders. Yes. They're like, you can get non-motorized ones for like 100 bucks or something, 80 bucks maybe on Amazon or something. And then you get a motorized one for like 300 bucks. Dude, Craigslist, 120 bucks. What? Like in, in LA, motorized. So is that something you can, can, you can control it? Like yes. While you're sitting like in front mo- of the camera? Most of the time, it's either on a loop, like where it just will, it'll just scroll side to side oh. without hitting the ends um, smoothly, or you can program most of them with your phone, like with a smartphone. Oh, that's cool. I, dude, I need one of those. We need one of those for what we were talking about, Phil. Yeah. We yeah. had a meeting last week, people. Yeah. We got good things coming. I hope, man. I really hope. Me, you, and Kevin Aguchi are on the on the task, dude. Yes, coming up with something really phenomenal if we can do it. Me and Kevin Aguchi share a birthday. What? Yeah, and we have like the same taste in drumheads. Yeah, what? And you're both Asian. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. No, that's that's actually even crazier. Are you both? The, you're not. He's he's older. I think he's the same age as me, so he's older than you. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know what year he was born. Yeah, he was I think he's like 41 or 42 like me and yeah, you're just a little baby. You're younger than my brother. Yeah, I'm a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Like when you have kids, that makes you twice as old as you you are. It's true. Or like I got a quarter. Hair. Yeah. Yeah, so you're you're basically older than us because you have kids. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Okay, so, uh, um, man, we were talking about, like, I don't want to get all, like, down and get all negative and also get too personal, but I was talking to you before, and I was like, bro, things are getting real now. <laughs> like, like, things are getting real as far as financial stuff. Like, I'm becoming a, like, I'm, I'm becoming a starving musician. Things are getting, like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Like... And I'm starting to reminisce about like, dude, remember when I had that gig that paid this much? Oh man. <laughs> like I should stop thinking about that. Think about like what you're going to do to like fix this. Like think about how you're going to p- pivot. But bro, this is like, yeah, I, I got stuff that's due today by bills. And I'm like, mm, uh, yeah. So <laughs> What do you want to do about this? Did you guys want to just come and get a drum set or like I could give you lessons for it? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, and so, yeah, man, it's sketchy. It's getting sketchy. Um, well, landlords, I don't know. Aren't they supposed to be giving leniency? Yeah. Cause, so cause so my situation is a little bit unique. Um, my situation is like, I don't rent an apartment from like an apartment complex where it's all like legal and stuff. Like I basically rent a guest house and like a subletted house that this dude made. It sounds super janky, but we have a very cute apartment. All right, people don't judge me. It's really nice. (laughs) Um, we share a kitchen with a bozo. I know you guys have talked, I've talked about it. Don't worry. I'm not getting on that soapbox. Um, so anyways, I give my rent money like straight up literally cash to my, the guy that lives upstairs. Who's the property manager. He's not the landlord. So it's not like last month I paid half of my rent and I was like, Hey bro, 
this is what I can afford this month. But next month, this is like residuals from my gigs that I had before this all hit the fan. I haven't had any gigs now for over a month or for a month. Or this is like the fourth week. So the next month, I might not be able to pay anything. I don't know. Like you might be getting like not even a quarter of the rent. And he's like, dude, just trust me. He's like, we're we're in the same boat. He's like, I actually work for the landlord as a as a uh, as a handyman. He they like they do all kinds of work. And he's like, we've been out of work for weeks. And so he's like, all we're trying to do is just keep the power on and stuff. So he's like, if we can pay the utilities, if we can just come together and pay the utilities, that would be great. Well, one of the guys that gets like social security or something bailed and went to Mexico. What? Like he's, he's the guy that has special needs. So I don't think he, I know he pays rent, but I don't know if he's paying rent now. It's not my problem. I don't know. All I know is me and my wife are trying what we can, we can. And, um, I don't know what to do, man. I, I mean, we, we went to, uh, like I tried, uh, music cares through the Grammy association, sent all my information. I didn't even get an email reply back. Like, yo, we're working on it. Nothing. It's just like, Oh man! Might as well just sent just just add it to the ma- like massive pile. Yeah, I'm sure they're slammed with that. I'm sure there's people out there though. There's there's we are probably fortunate that we have a little bit of lessons, you know, because I think there's some people out there that are just like, dude, my gig is gone. I have nothing. Yeah, you know, and um, so I don't know what I mean. Yeah, if I didn't have my lessons, like groceries, all that stuff, were just done. But I'm like, dude, I got a lot of stuff that's like, I got to pay for the studio still. My phone bill, like, I need a phone, you know? And like, I'm like, I don't know what to do about my phone. Like, I can't afford it though. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, I know we'll be all right. Like, we always, everything always, you know, kind of falls into place. And um, this is where, you know, if you're a believer, you have to have faith. Um, And like, if you're not, then you just got to make your own way. Um, but man, I'm, uh, it's today's like the first day where I'm not kind of like, eh, whatever today's where I'm like, I'm a little stressed out here. I'm like, I'm a little, um, and like one of my lessons that I was counting on, like kind of isn't taking lessons anymore. He's waiting for our other thing, Phil, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, so that's kind of a problem because I was relying on him. He was like a monthly subscriber to my, um, lesson program. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to wait, man. I can't do it. My schedule's a little messed up. And I'm like, oh, man. All right. Well, all right. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel you, man. It'll come together. Like not to not, you know, I don't want to get all negative and try to be like, yo, like feel bad for us because all of the, all of us musicians are in this boat. And like the problem is, man, all of us use our jobs also as a creative outlet. So musician musicians are just like all my musician friends are like one stressing out, but how we keep our sanity is by being creative, you know? And so all of my musician friends are just like, well, I guess I'll just freaking do a collaboration with other musicians. Like forget the money, like, you know, and like, I don't know, maybe it'll gain traction on YouTube or something and I'll get the check or something. I don't know, but who knows, man, it's, uh, this is crazy and it is what it is. And all I can say is we're not alone. Everybody's in this together, you know, and like, 
but fools are going to start looting places soon, and I might be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that rice. That's my rice. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, hopefully we get some some of that stimulus money soon, right? Dude, I am not counting on that. Yeah, me I'm, I, I, I'm hoping for it, but I just know... It's not enough. I'm born and raised <laughs> in this country, man. And like, I'm not going to get all political again, Phil. We had to cut out last time I got political. I don't, I don't do politics, but I just know that there isn't many benefits for musicians. That's it for yeah. the gig industry. There's a lot more people that people care about, like bartenders and stuff like that than musicians. Their thing is go get a real job. And they don't think about that we're teaching people that we're helping people we're uh you know doing doing things so anyways um i'm hoping for it i'm not counting on it though you know yeah. i hate to sound negative man i really hope it comes through it would be a big huge blessing man if it did if something came through like that you know and you never know sometimes in the last minute you're like oh snaps okay all right we can we can like eat again <laughs> Um, so yeah. And I, I'm very fortunate to be surrounded around people that like are very supportive. Like I know the guys at the studio are still continuing to work and, or they're getting paid for their jobs. Um, they all have day jobs. So I know that if it push came to shove and I was like, Hey dudes, I can't do it this week or this month. I know they would still be like, dude, we got you. Not and I and I don't like being that guy. I don't want to be that guy. I can't be that guy. Um, I actually pay the studio before I pay my house because I need to work. But um, and I could live at the studio, I guess, if I needed to. <laughs> I basically already do. Um. So yeah. Um. Anyways, dude, that's where we're all at. I'm sure you guys all have the same story of like, yeah, man, things are getting real now. You know, like. How much longer are we going to be like this? Um, so, I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm trying so, to keep busy. I've been pulling weeds in the backyard. Woo. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah, you know, I did some work on the yard. I worked in the backyard and kind of set up. I cleaned our little patio area where we just use it as a storage. But I have a like all the drum brigade trade show stuff back there, like our easy up tent and the thing that holds the TV and all unlike random drum brigade shirts and stuff all back there. So I cleaned up that whole area. I have my, my old carpet tools that are like basically petrified antique, like <laughs> unusable petrified junk pile now, which is good. But after this, I might need to go back to doing carpet, man. There's like a carpet store in my in this complex of of where the beat locker is. Um all right, well anyways, um so yeah, I cleaned it all up and then set it up so that I can perhaps put my practice pad kit out there. Nice. And then practice and put my bicycle like a, you know what a trainer is? Not somebody that trains you. It's like a a bicycle trainer is like a thing you put your bike on and then it becomes like a stationary bike. stationary bike yeah. yeah so i'm like yeah i need to start riding again and i haven't done it yet i've just been drinking beer instead <laughs> <laughs> so anyways uh yeah you've been pulling weeds you guys plant a garden 
Not yet. We might. I don't know. I did, there's still a lot of work to do in the backyard before we get there. But you need yeah, to put those little kids to work, Phil. I know. Felix is he's he's pretty close. I think that little gonna... baby can walk. He can pull weeds. Tell him to pull his weight. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that little guy's a pistol. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we might as well do this now while we got the time. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Since we don't got gigs, Phil, we got to freaking come up with some new segments, man. Maybe bring the video of the week back. Yeah, right. Those were fun. It's just people can't. I mean, I guess we can record them now on Zoom and, and you know, we could do that and just post the video of the week segment on Instagram or on YouTube. Maybe we plan that for next week. Yeah, maybe we should do that. It'd be fun. Yeah, because um, we, normally we talk about our gigs and then I always have a freaking pile of of soapboxes from my schmucky metals gigs but you know every week i'm like wait what am i mad at i'm mad at the stupid covid but i ain't gonna get on a soapbox about that um then i get all political and stuff and you know (laughs) (laughs) all right but this is somewhat about that so saturday in here recording drum covers decided to go step out for a minute and went to the store and um um, decided to go get a $5 pizza because that's about all I can afford from Little Caesars. And um, so, dude, I go out. First of all, you guys know, you go out now, it's it looks like you're in an apocalyptic movie. Like, everybody is just masked up, gloves, no one's going near each other, everybody's looking at you like, you're sick, get away from me. Everybody. Mm-hmm. If you're not wearing a mask or gloves, you are a full-on weirdo. <laughs> You're like living life on the edge. You don't care. Yeah. Okay. I go to this little Caesars. I am like, dude, scarf wrapped around my face. I look like I'm going to rob the place. Okay. <laughs> I'm like bundled up. I got a jacket on. It's not even cold, but I've, I got a jacket on. I'm like, dude, face wrapped up, beanie on. I'm like going into battle. Okay. I go in there. The guys that work there, full on face mask, gloves. Like the whole thing. So I go in, I place my order. The guy's like, it's going to take 10 minutes. I'm like, cool. I step outside. Cause I ain't hanging out in that German fested thing. Mean, mind you, I'm going to be eating the pizza in about 10 minutes from that German fested place. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I step out, a family walks in. It looks like a grandpa with his like three grandkids, grandchildren. Okay. Like a four year old little girl. And then, like, it looks like a nine-year-old and, like, a ten-year-old. Boys. Two boys. And the grandpa. None of them wearing masks. Little girl is, like, in flip-flops and a tank top. And the little boys are, like, coughing, not covering their mouth, just opening the door. They're just laughing. They're just having a good old time. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm like, you freaking idiot. I'm like... My mom and dad just told me about, or my wife told me about a five-year-old little girl that just died in her sleep from having this freaking COVID thing. She couldn't breathe and she died in her sleep. Here's this bozo with his freaking four-year-old little daughter or granddaughter, tank top flip-flops, no mask, no nothing, just cruising around Little Caesars in this shopping mall. 
uh, and like the strip mall, and like the kids are coughing and they're just ha 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 laughing, opening the door, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm I'm doing that like ill, like get like you know shrinking back, like get away from me. <laughs> Okay, and then the guy, like, is in there. He's ordering his pizza. They're, like, totally not doing the social distancing thing. They're, like, all up in my space. And I'm, I'm like, you guys need to back the heck up off me. And so I, I'm outside, and I, like, I, when I was walking out, they were walking in. And that's when I noticed a kid coughing. And, like, I was just like, oh, my gosh. While they're inside, the little girl, four-year-old little girl, now like, dude, look, I've had to have background checks and all this stuff for teaching, fingerprints, all that stuff. Um, but these days, there's creepy fools out there. I'm out there sitting there with a mask covering my face. The little girl just like, they're paying attention to like what kind of freaking pizza they want and what kind of two liter soda they want. The little girl decides I'm just going to go outside and chill out. She walks out the door, sits down on the bench, like kind of close to where I'm sitting. And she's just like singing and just like being a little girl. <laughs> and I'm like, here's this six foot four black guy with a freaking mask covering his face or scarf covering his face, you know? And like, there, it's like, you know, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you know what I'm saying? There's there's creepy fools out there. They are not paying attention at all. Hmm. And then they get their pizzas. The little kids are just like super excited. The grandpa's like, oh, yeah, it's pizza day, baby. And then they're like, oh, where's Cassie? <laughs> and like there's Cassie just sitting out on a bench by herself with an adult male st- sitting next to her. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and they're oh there she is <laughs> come on Cassie let's go and I'm like what kind of people are you what kind of people are you <laughs> like no responsibility dude you're a grandpa <laughs> like no responsibility whatsoever what the heck is wrong with you you're a grandpa <laughs> <laughs> dude I was pr- I was l- like legit like i was just like looking at this guy like really what kind of example are you like you're not teaching your kids or your grandkids safety at all in any as in any way that's crazy the disease is not gonna touch us (laughs) like i'm just dude i can't even believe it like i couldn't even believe it dude look Whether you think this thing is real or not, whether it's, I don't know. I don't know what to say. At this point, dude, better safe than sorry, right? Like, just put a mask on your little kids and, like, tell them to wash their hands. They're just touching everything. They're just out there playing on the freaking bricks. Like, this is why we're still on quarantine, Phil, because people like that. That's why we're number one in the world. Yeah. We're number one. That's why. On all accounts. Well, but don't tell anybody that we have it. Don't test anybody. Unbelievable. This is why. It it this is this is what I'm saying, Phil. Simply this. It puts that mentality that mentality. Don't test anybody. Don't tell anybody. Don't look at the news. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't wear a mask. It's not real. That mentality creates those type of people. And then those type of people get it and they spread it. And then we have to be on quarantine and we can't work and we can't pay our bills yep that's it put a freaking mask on you idiots i ain't trying to hear that right now god i almost said something i almost said something i almost went up to that stupid grandpa and was like are you crazy 
You got four people, little people, germ-infested little people walking around. Children. Just not, coughing. Not little people. Not little people. <laughs> children. And it's your people. Very little people, okay? Walking around like they freaking own the place. How dare you? How dare you? I, I seriously was like, oh, oh, gosh. Like, I felt like bugs were I crawling could, on I me. I could imagine the whole thing. I even know what Little Caesars you were at. I, can, <laughs> I know exactly what was that. I could, I could picture the whole thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Well, People. I, th- I thought about, I, I remembered something about drumming I, I've been doing. Okay. Sorry to change subjects. It's all right. Um, I need to get off that subject. I've I've been having fun trying to get better at playing open-handed. Like playing. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just put on songs and try to really get the feel right and get it to feel good playing open-handed. I do that sometimes when I'm playing at Paula. I'm yeah. so bored. I'm like, let's just play left-handed and just see what we can do. Let's just see what we can make of this. It's fun. I want to get. I want to get better at it. So you can be like the drummer from um, uh, Carter Buford, whatever that guy's name is, the Dennis Chambers guy. Carter Buford? Yeah. Um, I guess. You want to wear gloves, no, don't you? No, Golf no, gloves? No, no. I just, I like the idea of being able to, being able to do it if I want or need, if I, if a part could use it or something, you know? Yeah. I, I make a lot of my students play things both ways. What, what so like a lot of my students, like I, I notice some, more young kids than adults are ambidextrous. Yeah. Cause they don't know the difference between left and right and their brain is still developing. Uh-huh. And so they'll just play stuff both left and right. And like they can, it normally takes them. I have one student where it takes him like half a second to like his brain to catch up to his hands. And then he's just like in the pocket nice. left-handed and then he'll switch. Like he'll, he is comfortable. Like he's, he's, Developing as a left-handed drummer, but he plays right, right-handed drums. So he'll play open. That's like, that's more comfortable for him. But then when he switches to the ride, which is on his right, he'll play that right-handed. That's cool. That's what I was and saying. It, that, I think that'd be yeah. red. It's pretty cool. And it's like, he's, he's really good at it, being able to do things both ways, like doing rudiments and stuff both ways. It doesn't, it's not as challenging as other people. Like other people don't even think about doing it most of the time other kids or other people don't even think about doing the rudiment the opposite way. Yeah. Like I had, a, I had a, an adult like trial lesson la- like two weeks ago and we were working on the six stroke roll and making it feel good. And then I was like, you should be able to do it both ways. And you can tell this adult student was like, didn't even know you can do it the other way. <laughs> like left hand lead. He's like, I'll have to work on that. And I was like, well, try it now. You know? And he was just like, I didn't even know, like, he didn't even cross his mind to practice this rudiment both ways, you know? That's oh, crazy. And so. then the the more you do your dominant hand, I mean, you, the more you focus on using your dominant hand as your dominant hand, it just becomes harder and harder to do it the other way. Right. Yeah. I It's it's cool. I like doing that. Dude, when you start trying to use your left foot, <sighs> forget, forget that. it. Forget that. <laughs> I um when I broke my ankle I I couldn't gig and um like left foot bass drum yeah so so when you can't use something like I mean it was months since I used my right foot because I I was on crutches for five months so like probably two and a half or three months in I started trying to play gigs again because I had no work and um I got a, I had a double bass pedal and I 
hooked it up and put it next to my hi-hat and then kept the hi-hat closed and just played left foot. And uh, it's pretty, like, right now, I don't think I could play as well as I was playing. Like, I couldn't do diddles very good, but um, it was way more, like, way, way more useful, my left foot, than it was, would be now, is what I'm saying. Because I, ha- I wasn't using my right foot at all. My right foot was propped on my kick drum because I had to keep it elevated. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so that's cool. Well, I've been working on things too, Phil. Don't think I haven't been practicing. I really liked your Facebook live stream. So this is going to lead me to a very quick one, Phil. Don't get mad, okay? Okay. All right. <laughs> trying to hear that right now quick quick like um first of all let me say that that was so much fun phil you should try it it looked fun doing facebook live was so much fun i was just okay so this is what happened guys i know i just hit the soapbox button but i was in my studio i just wanted to do something i was bored i didn't really want to just practice like and i didn't want to film some product review or, you know, a day in a life of me coming to the studio, which is probably going to happen because what else can I do? Anyways, um, so I was like, let's go on Twitch live. Let's just do it. Okay, so Twitch is like this. You guys don't know what Twitch is. It's another social media platform. It's a platform where people can go and watch other people play video games. That's what it's. That's what it started out as. It's the biggest, I've talked about it before, but it's like the biggest, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of people that are just on there, maybe millions of people just watching other people play video games. Like Call of Duty, you're just going to watch another person that's streaming it and they're just like talking like, oh man, I think there's a guy over here. Let me get him. That's it. It's like any game you can think of. Dude, you want to watch people play Minecraft? Go on Twitch. You can watch people do it. There's other things where people are just like, yo, I'm just going to like chat. Like it's like, there's a subject, like just chatting. And so it's just like, sometimes it's like a hot girl, like sitting in a chair and she's just like, Hey, what's up? I'm doing my nails. What's up guys. And they're just talking. Um, I went on one, the guy was watching Bernard Purdy play. Not a drummer, not a drummer at all. He's like, I don't know anything about drums. I'm just chatting. And Bernard Purdy was just like playing drums. And I'm like, Bernard Purdy. And he's like, Oh, that's who that is. I don't know who that is. I'm like, Oh boy. (laughs) Oh boy. So I'm trying to grow my Twitch feed, my Twitch channel. And like, you can go on and do stuff. By the way, if you guys are on Twitch, follow Dub Robot, the most amazing show on Twitch, hands down. Really? I was going to, I was thinking about signing up for that because you've been interested in it. Yeah, you should do It's It's cool. Like if you're bored, you could just go on and watch people literally like in time streaming live doing so many different things. It's cool. Um, then there's a bunch of drummers on there that are just playing songs. They take song requests. They just play and they just chat it up with, or they just like, yeah, in between songs, they chat it up. People do requests. They play the requests. And then a lot of times people tip them. And these guys, like a lot of these drummers make a living off of this. That's crazy. Um, so I've been trying to do it. I've been trying to get on Twitch I've been trying to be like, hey, I'm going live. I'm just going to play. I'm gonna, my thing is like, I'm going to play dumb songs. Like, I don't want to be serious. I don't want to be like, I'm playing like 
serious thought out drum covers and like I've practiced this. I'm like, I want to play. I, my thing is, I'm playing songs I've never heard, or I'm just like, I'll just go on like a playlist of drumless songs and just play like funny named fusion songs. <laughs> and if somebody has like a request or something, I'll just play it and like, and like sometimes I'm I'm just thinking maybe people will be impressed or like like what I'm doing and be like, really, he's never heard this song. And, but that's like kind of what we do for work. Like we can show up on a gig and be like, I don't know this song, but what's the feel? Okay. I got it, you know, and go for it. So that is good practice for me. It's so much fun. My soapbox is about how freaking janky this stupid Twitch platform is. It's dude. You guys have heard me rant on this a few weeks ago. It is so janky I cannot, like, I finally adjusted so many things where I have, like, the dopest camera or a really nice camera. I have different angles. I have lights. I have all this stuff set up so I can go live on Twitch. I go live on Twitch. I have it all set up. I I eliminated all this, like, stuff where it was was rendering. Like, I had these layers so that you could see the Drum Brigade logo and all this stuff. Well, all of that was rendering in real time, so it was slowing my computer down. Uh. Got rid of all that. I got rid of all that. So now it's just me playing drums and then another angle of me playing drums. (sighs) I start streaming. It works for about three seconds. And then people are like, well, we can hear you, but we can't see you. Oh, no. And I'm like, I'm not even using my good camera. I'm using a GoPro that's like filming in 720. I'm using the the Zoom Q8 that's that's filming in like low quality. So it's not like I'm trying to stream in 4K. I have every I have everything set up, dude. I don't know why it will not work on freaking Twitch. It will not work. Weird. And so I said this before. Like the only thing I could think of is that it's my stupid my my stupid computer, which isn't the oldest computer, or my internet connection, which isn't horrible, should be I should be able to stream live. You know, especially because it's this complicated, dude. I'm getting complicated, but it's technical. Like I'm, I'm streaming the main camera through a capture card, which basically captures the, the, the video and audio and then puts that into your computer. So it's not making my computer render that, that image. It's going through a capture card and then feeding that into my computer. So that should take away the latency, but it doesn't. Hmm. So I failed at Twitch again. I tried like, I'm going to go on Twitch. It's going to be fun. The problem is too, I cannot get anybody to freaking watch me on Twitch. I'll post on Instagram. Hey, I'm going live on Twitch today at six. Go and hang out with me. Dude, I'll have like two or three people watching. And one of those people is myself. Like, so I can check the the chat room and see if anybody's talking to me. (laughs) Oh my gosh, dude. Just don't even get me started. It's such a nightmare. So I was like, forget this. I'm going on Facebook live using the same stuff. And I did Facebook Live, and it was so much more fun, and I had way more people watching me. So Twitch, face first, dive off a bridge, okay? Face first. (laughs) I ain't trying to hear that right now. (laughs) Face first. (laughs) So Facebook, dude, that was so much fun. That was so much fun. I did it. It was like, I wish I had more people watching. And like I also put like tips accepted 
and like not one person was like, oh, okay, cool, but that's fine. I don't, I'm not really doing it for the tips. I mean, even though it would be useful. Um, but Dude, it was I, so good. The, I came into it and you were playing along with, um, system of a down or something. Phil, don't say that out loud. <laughs> I just started laughing immediately. So I have like a seven-year-old student that was like, I said, I'm playing dumb songs. Can you guys request? I'm taking requests. Tips accepted, not required. My seven-year-old student was like, can you play Toxicity uh, from System of a Down? And I'm like, oh boy, (laughs) maybe this was a mistake. I'm like, all these people on Facebook are about to see me like... All my reggae fans and like people that like seeing me play in ska bands are going to be seeing me play System of a Down. <laughs> and then Phil comes on and he's like, what the heck? And like, then you started requesting every dumb song in the world. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not. When I say dumb songs, I mean like dumb songs are kind of cool. like I played a Huey Lewis song and I was like, this is a cool song. But I don't mean like real, like real dumb songs. Like okay, well I guess my seven year old kid was like stoked, man. He said he was dancing around the house. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna do it again this week, man. I'm gonna do it probably every Tuesday night and just go go on. I'm gonna start brainstorming songs. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But then Phil started calling out like super hard songs, like like um. Seven 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 ninety three eleven, like the hardest beat ever. I haven't even learned that. I'm like, nope, that's not going to happen. And then when my computer was like almost dead, was when I was like starting to get good requests, and I was like, I can't do it. I gotta go. Sorry. And then like I just bailed. It was fun. It was fun, man. It was fun. So I think I think I'm gonna try to step it up. Oh, I got lights today. Lights for just for the backdrop, like funny colored lights and um. And uh, I'm going to try to do themes, like maybe two-tone ska one night, all reggae requests, whatever. That's awesome. Like all dumb fusion songs and just like, just see what people think. And like, people seem to like it. So I wish I could go on Instagram live with my computer, but you just, you can't do it. There's a way to do it, but it's super complicated. Like so complicated. Mm. There's like a backdoor thing you have to do and you have to get all this code and type it in. And like, it's super complicated. So... Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm gonna do it this Wednesday. You should do it too, dude. We should just do it. And it was a good way for me to promote the the school and like what I'm doing with drum brigade, drum lessons. So I was like in between songs, I was like, hey, you know, I'm just having fun tonight. But this is a good opportunity to tell you that I'm taking drum lessons now, and it's kind of an out of the box way. I think if I keep doing it, it might translate into something. You know, that's cool. Yeah. So, all right, so we're gonna transition into getting sidecar Tommy on. He's coming on, hopefully right now yo funky phil yo Corey. we have some great listeners don't we yeah you know how they can be even more like dope than they already are keep listening definitely true what else tell all your friends also very true what else join the patreon all good things but you know the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style, 
and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. The Drum Brigade podcast is brought to you by Revolution Drum. Right, Funky Phil? Yes. Yeah. True Tones, which are premium drum dampers, Firefly drum key, T-locks, solid brass cymbal fasteners, all kinds of different things. They got a a collaboration with Big Fat Snare Drum called The Butter Cake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, beefy. Yes. Revolution makes forward-thinking drum products with uncompromised quality and innovation. If you guys type in the code DRUMBRIGADE15 at checkout when you visit RevoDrum, R-E-V-O-D-R-U-M.com, you can save yourself 15% on any of those products. Yes. Use the code DRUMBRIGADE15 at checkout, RevoDrum.com. Yeah, buddy. Oh, man, we are back. Funky Phil on the line with us, just chilling out in his dope looking studio, like super dope. Um, Okay, he's a beat maker, he's a drummer, he's a songwriter, co producer of the Electro Gypsy band called Beats Antique. He, um, he does all kinds of stuff, man. Like he's a pianist, songwriter. Dude's dope. <laughs> Guys, please welcome Sidecar Tommy, Tommy Capel to the show. Yeah. yeah what's up? <laughs> wow, there's a lot of people clapping. That's great. I know. It's crazy. Great. It sucks so that you glad. can actually see our studio now and like see that there is imaginary no people in here. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of people fooled. Like, yeah, man, they're just like they all like we'd always do they're this. They're all one. hanging out. Yeah, they know how to clap, but then when I like go give them the signal, they like cut it like, and you know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. So, um, man, what's what's happening, man? Thank you so much for oh, coming just on the Drum Brigade show. Global pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah, happy apocalypse, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. We were just talking about that. Like, you go outside. It just. We were just talking about that. I think. I think that's pretty much like a roundabout way. It's what anyone's talking about at any yeah. given moment, no mm-hmm. matter what they're talking about. Seriously. It's like the it's like the new quantifier. It's like, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, aside from the coronavirus pandemic outbreak yeah. <laughs> apocalypse thing. Um, I, I was just on a rant about um, this family that was out. And they were, they, none of the kids were wearing masks or anything. And they were like coughing and just like touching things. And, and I was like throwing a fit and I'm like, what has, what has happened to me? Like, I'm like, be a better parent. I'm like yelling and stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. Be a parent. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, man. So you're, um, you're just chilling. You do like, you do. So you're a beat maker. Yeah. Dude, beats antique. It's like this you guys play huge festivals you guys it's like you guys got dance it's like the Cirque du Soleil drum show kind of thing it's like so <laughs> crazy it's like hard to explain but it's yeah like, I know it's this it, like it is really hard to explain actually it's so crazy dope though man it's like thank you it's like it's, it's kind of eclectic it's kind of like dude how did you what the like what the heck dude how'd you think of this <laughs> 
Like, what made you think I'm going to do this like gypsy kind of dance electronic, but like live drums and just what? Like, what the heck, dude? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, good, good question. Um, it's a pretty loaded question, but uh, I'll take it on. Um, I, I think like the biggest thing for me was that um, in my in my just journey of drums and like listening to music and 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 trying to figure out like what what some of these like complex cultural rhythms were going on with that and stuff like that like in my journey of just listening to beats i i sort of realized that a lot of these rhythms were associated you know like Mm -hmm. um and just the onset of hip-hop and the onset of um and the way that that like my age i'm 46 right now wow so i sort of grew up um in this really strange crux of music. Um, I mean, yeah, we all did, but I think for me personally, it just, that, that contributed a lot to, um, sort of the directions that I've gone in and what I've ended up doing. Um, you know, but I took like, I never took drum set lessons until I went to college, but like, I was, I was like, um, doing marching band stuff and symphonic band and, and, in school. And then, uh, but I was always in rock bands, like growing up. I just, me and my friends would just play music, and that was sort of like my spot to just freak out and do my thing. That's um, cool. Yeah, but then it's like my love of hip hop and my love of beats and the and and the Beastie Boys and like just just bands that were just doing stuff that was different. I really liked that. I really appreciated that. And um, so, in my journey of finding like different ways of making sounds and making music and making people feel, feel like dancing and moving. Um, I sort of, yeah, I sort of had these like weird associations. Um, some of which, you know, the journeys that I'm talking about, maybe, you know, we don't talk about on here, but it's, um, you know, profound kind of understandings of listening to stuff and being like in my head, thinking like a hip hop, beat maker but like with the knowledge of a of a you know lifelong drummer that's so awesome so it's like hearing like these complex things simplified so that people can feel it you know um and so then like in that journey i i was i was a part of it was that i was also just um hyperactive (laughs) and i have i like way too much energy and i I played piano and I played, I learned how to play bass because I always had roommates in, in school that were like bass players. Mm-hmm. And so I was always just like messing with their basses and stuff. And I kind of figured out that I wanted to make my own hip hop. And cause like, it was like around the time when people were doing, getting a lot of trouble for sampling records and stuff. And, um, it was just like that whole piracy thing was going on and stuff like that. And I was just like, in my dream of dreams, I was like, I want people to come to me and I, I can make that for you. Yeah. <laughs> really facetious actually <laughs> to think that I could make something that sounds like a kick record. Uh, uh-huh. But you know, that was a, that was a good dream to start on and go on this journey. I got a sampler. I got like a bunch of stuff. I was in Boston at the time and, going to Berklee College of Music, and that was a whole journey. I was learning a lot about, about, um, a lot about 
drum set playing, but you know, really I was actually I was actually doing a lot of like research on on you know samplers and and sound design and film scoring and stuff like that. Like it because I like I said, I never really took drum set lessons. Yeah. And so when I started taking drum set lessons at Berkeley, I didn't really like it. I, I it wasn't like I don't know. It wasn't my thing. I did, I did like um, contemporary music and, and stuff because like, like I was really steeped in classical music and didn't really want to just, I, they were two separate worlds, you know, it's yeah. like one had a teacher <laughs> and the other one did. <laughs> and I liked the one that didn't. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of just ended up through all of that, just like, recording myself playing music and sharing spaces and using like my friend's gear to just sort of, you know, try stuff with samplers and try stuff with, with stuff and just see what was going on. So then by the time I ended up, you know, living in New York city and I lived there for probably three years. And then that was in like the late nineties, um, mid to late nineties during like the whole hip hop explosion there. Mm. And like, then I moved out to the Bay Area, went to Burning Man, and then all of a sudden it was like the community I was in was like super focused on, you know, dance parties and stuff. So yeah. I just it just became a, 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 a thing, right? So in participating, I sort of was like around a bunch of DJs and stuff, and I was like, oh, cool, nobody's really playing around with like my influences. So I'm going to kind of, you know, add my own thing to it. And I was making also, I would like mix in original music with that and stuff and and then uh, me and Zoe were in a band. Zoe is the dancer of Beats Antique. Um, she, uh, we were in a band called the Yard Dogs Roadshow, which was like a 13-piece burlesque uh, circus sideshow rock band. Oh, my gosh. That toured, <laughs> wow. that toured a lot and like toured the country doing like really crazy stuff. And um, so she was one of the dancers for that. And um, we were also in another band called the Extraction Marching Band, which is a 35-piece Sort of Jeez. like um, edgy punk rock, uh, sort of uh, sloppy marching band. Um, <laughs> we did a whole bunch of stuff too. That was really fun. That's awesome. Uh, Thirty-five piece. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> that was a lot of us. That was like on a good night, you know. I mean, uh, sometimes it was twelve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we did actually, and it ties into sort of my influences with Beats Antique because that group sort of. That 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 was like a situation where I could sort of apply my old school tech, my old school like technique, you know, drumline drumming to like this these people who weren't educated at drums at all. In fact, most of them weren't really drummers; they were just mm -hmm. hitting stuff and um, showing them sort of how to play parts and sort of trying try to get the get the train to move into a rhythm you know yeah that was that was sort of a really awesome challenge and it also that band and ended up um doing a ton of stuff i got to go to new orleans a bunch i got to go all over the country all over the world we went to um eastern we did a whole european tour that um culminated with us going to a, a brass band festival called gucha in serbia in the balkan mountains Whoa! And wow. um, it's a brass band competition with all with like all brass bands from the Balkan region, and and for some of those people, like uh, it's the one week out of the year that 
that, that they can travel freely and not worry about violence and, and oppression and stuff. So it's a really neat experience to be able to go there and then to participate, but then also to sort of stand out as this group of weirdos from America. We were worried that they wouldn't like us because our music isn't like theirs. We yeah. play a couple of their songs, their traditional songs, which is kind of funny, but, um, you know, because we were so weird, we stood out and they were like, oh, wow, that's so cool. You guys just do your own thing, right? So I sort of got to got to wander around and check out like all the rhythms they were doing there and realized that it was like really kind of closely associated to like drum and bass music and stuff like wow. that, where like the rhythms are super fast, you know, and they've got this like sort of chugging, chugging swing to it. Um, but if you were to like, cut it in half with a beat then it's like it's like double time yeah it's it's just i I would i couldn't help but going there in my mind so then a couple years later or a year after that um you know uh zoe hit me up and was like hey i've got this opportunity to uh to do some music and um you know she (laughs) the funny story is that she was it, it always starts with, and she was drunk in a bar. Um, <laughs> so she was drunk in a bar and uh, she was on belly dance superstars tour, which is like a touring uh, belly dance group that the toured performing art centers around the country and stuff around the world. And um, it's produced by miles Copeland, who was the uh, Stuart Copeland's brother. Okay. A little drum history. Stuart Copeland's brothers, miles. Uh, he was like one of the managers for the police and, put out some of the records and stuff. And anyway, he's like, they grew up in the Middle East. So he's really into belly dancing. And, um, Zoe was one of the big, big, uh, draws in that show. And so, um, you know, they were drunk in a bar and he asked her, Hey, do you want to produce an album of music that you'd dance to? She's like, yeah. (laughs) So she hit me up and she's like, Tommy, I think I did something that I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need your help on. And so, um, we we partnered up with uh, David and um, and the three of us moved into my my uh, warehouse, which had a, a recording studio in the basement of it, um, and recorded our first two records. And, no way! Yeah, it was really cool, and we didn't have any idea what we were going to do. Um, there was no, there was really no definition of what miles wanted from us so we just made stuff that zoe would dance to that was like that was like the thing about it so we just made that and through that sort of first that that first album was really interesting we did like i had six i wrote six songs and then david wrote six songs and we switched and i did some beats on his stuff he did some melodic stuff on my thing and then that was the first record wow and then um and then a couple years later we just started we uh that year or the next year we started DJing. It wasn't, we didn't think we were going to perform it out because really it was Zoe, you know, uh, performing to it. So ended up long story longer. Um, we ended up DJing a lot and that ended up, um, our, we're good friends with, uh, Lauren bass nectar. Um, and so he brought us out on tour. Um, we played, we DJed like 50, 50 sold out shows across the country or something. And, um, and yeah, the next year we, 
played some big festivals and and uh actually tried for the first time playing live like what would that be and so we just started developing a live set which would allow me to play drums david to play his instruments and stuff and zoe to dance and just sort of do this because we felt like you know we're we're lifelong musicians that we're always in bands so when you go book a venue you should probably perform and you know djing as a as a drummer djing was something to to get used to you know yeah Um, and so I did. It's it's no big deal now, but but back in the day, it was a little. It, it was a strange feeling. So, you know, being that we were also writing, recording, engineering, mixing, and you know, everything but mastering our music ourselves, um, we just took all the stems and created live versions of our songs, and so um, we took all the beats out and stuff and. I would play those. I play those live, and so um, and create, and then you know, and other parts were like the beats, you know, essential, and I'll move to something else, or or I'll I'll play a part that that that, that highlights that beat or something like that, you know, or play keys yeah. or something like that, um, you know, and so then we take out the melodies or we take out like certain certain instruments that we're gonna play the parts live, but then it's it's kind of like those become, you know. There's moments for solos and moments for improv and stuff like that, too. So it's like creating, you know, getting in touch with technology to figure out how I could merge my past and my present. Man. Yeah. That's amazing. And it's, it's, I love the idea of like having an out of the box idea and just running with it. And then, you know, you're like, you're on tour. You know, and then you're taking that idea and, you know, translating that into a live show. And now you're playing festivals and, you know, but I mean, that was 15, that was 15 years ago. Yeah. Wow. It's been a huge journey. I mean, I think we're up to like 140 songs and like, dang, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool though, man. A lot of shows, a lot of, a lot of touring, um, a lot of you know trying stuff a lot of really you know nerve-wracking moments like really just like challenging us to sort of step up yeah yeah that's this it sounds really interesting though it's really cool i've never seen you guys live but man i like now i want to just like check out the tour calendar when this is all over and be like when are you guys playing it sounds like a very much it sounds like a like a world music type of festival or like burning man like you mentioned like it's it is but it isn't i mean it's like it's it's kind of the weirdest it's it's like this weird hybrid of stuff that it is really hard to describe because you know I mean, I don't even like, obviously, I don't really like the, the using the word gypsy because it kind of refers to something that's maybe, you know, anyway. Anytime uh, anybody sees a belly dancer, they're like, oh, this I is know, gypsy stuff. I know. <laughs> but, but so the, the interesting part about it is that actually what it is, is just like uh, the way I like to describe it is like roots music from around the world. You yeah, know? that's cool. Um, but like, but <laughs> so there's that element of it, but then it's like, it's like we record all those sounds and we create the song sort of in that way. And then we cut all those up as if we were cutting up a, a record, you know? So it, it, it sort of goes through this morph stage 
of like what it ends up being. And then, and then it's like, it goes through like reverse osmosis because then it goes back to sort of this other sort of rootsy thing to perform. Yeah. So it's, it's a, yeah, it's an interesting (laughs) man. It's so it's, it's just like, I keep thinking, man, it's so out of the box. It's so like, you know, people get stuck in, in, um, okay, so I'm going to start a band. You play bass. I play guitar and this guy will play drums and we need a singer. We need a good front man. And then let's go. Let's try to tour. Hey, let's record. That, hey, that's amazing, though. That you know, that's like, <laughs> that's like, that's really like the the it, you've just stated like the overall dream of every person who picks up an instrument. I mean, yeah. it's like that. That's the thing. Like, it's cool. That's how it starts. You know, yeah. I've played in so many bands. Yeah. I've played. I've played drums for <laughs> Okay, so I'm 46. I started playing when I was let's just say 10. Yeah. So, wow, a lot 36, of bands. Like all of us. Years. Yeah. It's like when you start to think about that, you start I start to think about like okay, cool, it's kind of like when I talk about relationships or something, it's like I I have like highlights. You know, but then it's like you start to really think about all the projects and all the shows and all the things and all the stuff. And then it's like, for me, I'm saying all the stuff before this other thing, which is like the Beats Antique world, that that just is like, was super crazy too. I mean, I was in six bands at once before I, when I was like also doing Beats Antique mm-hmm. at the beginning, you know? Um, and, and I think, I think the funny thing with Beats Antique is it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a chance for innovation, but, yeah. but like, cause like world music is a thing that sort of need needs updating to me. I, I don't know. I mean, I love listening to all sorts of stuff, but I'm not going to put it on like, you know, at a party. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what I think is great about you guys is it's it is that. It's it's innovative and it's modern where you got the dance element, the electronic element, like the the producer beats maker element mixed with that. It definitely comes across like all the stuff that you're saying. And um I think that's what makes it cool. But it's also I keep saying out of the box because it's like I don't know very many people. There's maybe, but there's not very many people that would be like, "Look, this is what I do." I do a little bit of this. I do a little bit of that. And like, I'm going to go for it, you know? And then yeah. like the dancer is like, this is what I do. And like, I'm in a band as a dancer, you know yeah. what I mean? And oh, like, that, it's, I mean, I'll tell you what, like I have been able to participate and witness like serious, some like in some ways, serious upheaval of like this, the normal paradigms of like what's defined as what. And I mean, uh, you're talking like all sorts of stuff. And, and it, it's, it's amazing. It's like seeing, um, seeing these, these, this business that's like, so this music business, that's so heavily male dominated, right. You know, witnessing straight away for the last, like, ah, last 20 years, Mm -hmm. uh, touring with a ton of women who are performing and kicking ass on stage. And doing stuff that's like really, really, um, 
it's only provocative that because just because there's so many damn men doing it. Yeah. It's just performing and they're, they're sharing what they're really good at. And I, and, and it's like, when you really see that on a bigger, on a, on a scale and see how that's grown for us, particularly like, I mean, I'm proud to say in a very, you know, humble way, what, what it looks like at our shows, you know, mm-hmm. um, when I look out in the crowd, I see women of all kinds that, that are just super inspired by, you know, not, you know, by Zoe and, and her awesome energy and like the inspiration she just brings as a person, but, and then also as a dancer, but, but then also like they're being inspired by the sounds. Yeah. And so it's like, it feels really nice to, to look out there. And and also like, I I think a funny part about that is (laughs) there's always the, the, um, you know, I'm not going to stereotype, but I'm going to stereotype. All right. So um, there, there's like the belly dancer woman who's like real earthy and sort of like she's kind of goth, though. Like a little <laughs> bit hot. goth. And then, the, and then like her boyfriend is like standing behind her, like sort of like in this stance of protection, you know, in a uh-huh. big crowd. <laughs> and like he's a hundred percent headbanger. Like he's, (laughs) he's just like, yes, I'm metal. And it's like, it's my, it's, it's, and it's my goal for each one of those people that I see. I, my goal is to like, okay, like I get it. You're here supporting your, your, your partner. Um, you know, I'm sure you're forced to listen to this music all the time, whether you like it or not. I'm, I mean, I'm sure hopefully it's not like something that you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, God, this band again, you know, but I'm sure it is. And that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, and so it's, it's like, I, I, my goal is to get that, that dude to either like participate in some way. Like I want, I want him to like, when we're like, put your hands up, you know, I want him to, to like, put his hands up and yeah. <laughs> I want him to like join the party. Cause, cause you know, and, and generally he's like a tall, a tall person um, <laughs> and his hair sort of like drapes and like sort of protects. It sounds like you're describing a specific dude, <laughs> like one guy named like Jerry no, or something. <laughs> be surprised. Be surprised. And, and it, and it, it's, it's just like, well, and I can say that's one of the types of, of dudes that that are are there but um it's it's really interesting to see okay so there's the the men who are boyfriends or significant others right of the the person who's truly a fan um and then and and they that person might be obsessed like i can because there's some people who um really go there and it's it's really curious yeah the best one was when it was like this this guy and his his lady's like front row on the rail and he's like kind of um he you know his arms are holding onto the rail and she's like in between his arms uh-huh. right and so um he's like hugging her and he's like without knowing it he's like playing the rail of like all the stuff that I'm doing yeah and he's like and I just started to like look at him and say okay cool like I, he obviously doesn't understand that I'm like watching him and seeing how, how good he gets it. And so I'd like stop. And then he would just like, his hands would like stop, but like interrupt it almost. <laughs> and then I keep going. And, <laughs> and 
and he would just be tapping. He was tapping, and and it was one of those things where it just so happened that that was um, this the the woman was like a really close friend of uh, or a student of Zoe. So like they were talking afterwards, and just he ended up being back back in the in the back lot or whatever, and um, and he's like, "Hey man, what's up?" And I'm like, "How's it going?" I'm Tommy, and he's like, "Yeah, what's up, dude? Yeah, man, sick drumming, bro." Sick. Sick drumming, bro. Like, I don't I don't know what you guys are doing, but the drumming's sick, bro. Like, okay, cool. Like I'm like, what do you do? And he's like, I'm a drummer. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I play drums. Really loud. Really loud. I kind of play really fast too, you know. I'm like, okay. Sick. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. He's like, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and i'm like all right sick like and, his, and meanwhile his 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 partner is like you know like oh my god Zoe, like oh yes yeah. you know she's, she's so she's like in her like highest moment right and yeah and he's just kind of like really proud that he brought her there <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like really it was really awesome and, and Dude, it, those it. moments happen a lot where like people will be like I mean, I, you know, I've heard your music. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. They're drumming. And it's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. They like get surprised or something. And oh so my gosh. It's all, it's always a fun time for me to sort of, especially when we're at a, at a at, you know, we, we do a lot of like hybrid events, right? So sometimes we'll be at a festival that's like, you know, that's, that's all live music. And then like, yeah. there's a full band on stage and I love that, you know? Um, but, but that's not what we do. And so people get really confused yeah. and I, and, and, and so there's a side of me that does sort of say, okay, well in this audience, I'm going to have to play this show sort of like this because maybe they need, they, they, they like want more live expression and they want more like, I want to, I'm going to mess with the click. I'm going to like pull the groove in and out of places and stuff so that, so that like, people can feel it and they, they, they feel like it's, it's real in quotation marks, you know? Yeah. Even though it is real, uh, however you define real. Um, but like, you know, doing that at those times when you're like at a live music festival, like that's a really great way to open people's mind to be like, Oh wow, this music is really neat. There's like a lot of bass. The bass is huge. It just does all these things. And wow. You know? And then I'm, you know, we made the music so we know every little right. piece of it, right? So it's it's just we're performing it in the moment too, you know. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about taking out drum parts and like reinventing what that could sound like for that night. That sounds so much like so much fun. Oh, I, it's, it's, I just want to blast. Like it's <laughs> yeah, I it just sounds amazing. Like, like I've this. got I've got this like um, you know, I this the situation is pretty rad. I mean, as a drummer, it's like Hell yes. I've got I've got, you know, a sub and a wedge and my in-ear monitor and I've got control over all of my channels via iPad, um, running an X32 app. I've got so it's it's the same every night. I've got everything. Like I've got a drum tech, a stage tech who sets up all the gear and does our monitors and like Yeah. And like, you know, it's 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 I get to I get to play to a click, which is super fun. Um it was super hard at first. You know, and I'm sure anybody who has gone down this route, it's like, 
yeah, it's super hard to play to a click live, you know, because you've got all this energy. You're like, yeah, ah, I want to play this part, but it's like you almost have to hold back more so because mm-hmm. you're on the click, you know? So, yeah. It's just like, it's a curious thing. I, I, I think the, uh, just as a drummer being, being able to take, to, to like look at technology head on and like not take it on, but just like sort of understand that it exists and sort of say, okay, cool. How can I, I have an idea. How can I execute the idea? You know, and most of that has nothing to do with drumming. It, It has everything to do with programming and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, we have a couple listener questions, so okay, um, yeah, let's jump on those. Um, we've kind of touched on them, but let's let's transition into that. Yeah, drum, 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 drum brigade podcast. Yeah, okay. Now, as a beat maker, yes, don't be making fun of my janky drops. All right, <laughs> janky hey, <man>. beats. <laughs> all love, all love. <laughs> um, so we got um we got a couple here. Um, this one is um. From Good Repercussions, it says, what's your creative process? Where do you start? Ah. So this could be like, um, we've, we've touched on it a little bit, how you started with, with Beats Antique and all that stuff, but um, maybe you can just... My uh, creative process, yeah. I, I would assume that um, what he's saying is, what, how, do you, you know, how do you start a track? Yeah. So um, I, uh, you know, I guess... First of all, I go out of my drummer mind. Like I'm not, I'm not even thinking about drums at all. Like I'm just not even, unless it's like a, the source of the inspiration. But really, I focus on what's the source of the inspiration leading me to the moment I'm in. But honestly, at the same time, like I do a lot of like practicing of that, where like I'll just come into the studio and every day make something, um, sit down and just start making. And um, that's good. That that can be anything, and I have no limitations with that at all. It can be any tempo, any style, any genre, anything. It's just a challenge, you know. Um, and then, you know, generally what happens with those is once I get through my day, I'll revisit at the end of the day when I'm sort of done with all the professional work I had to do for whatever reasons. Um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll see, say, oh, that, that song's still sticking with me, you know. I'll, um, I generally, if I'm working on something, I'll bounce a quick a quick loop of it and just listen to it on my headphones in between calls and stuff and just kind of keep keep that in my brain and see what sticks and so so generally when those things happen and i revisit it later and nighttime i pretty much like just go full on into it and at that point i i make a decision on like okay what where is this going like what what it started off as just just this like idea with an inspiration and then, you know, and then it's like, okay, now that I'm actually like putting time into it and putting effort into it, like what, where can this go? Where, what direction is this in? Is this, is this a beats antique song? Is this a sidecar Tommy song? Is this a sound design song that I put into a folder for when I get, you know, opportunities to write music for commercials or movies or soundtracks or trailers or you know, I have like a bunch of different folders that I use, you know, I have a folder for, you know, when, when someone's friend comes over and says, Hey, he's, this guy's an amazing rapper and he needs a beat. You know, I've got tons of those things. I've got, you know, I sort of, 
my creative process is basically like take it from the from the get-go from the start to the end but like with right everything made for it but then somewhere in the middle of it i'll be stumped on it and then i'll go into my old folders and get inspiration from my old stuff that i've that i've made and never done anything with sometimes i'll take a whole section and just plop it right into the middle of a song you know yeah once i've got that all done then i figure out okay does this need live drums on it Cool. And then it's like the live drums would be the the finishing element. I love that, you know, because it's I, not like I wouldn't make it like the 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 main beat. I'd make it like a background like flavor. Yeah, you know, just as a producer, as a drummer, I want to be forward right in the front of it. But it's that's not why I, I produce. I I don't produce to make drum music. I you know so. I love the idea of going into your studio every day and creating something, no matter Got what. To. That's I need to I need to adopt that. I need to. I mean, listen, in. like I want to be, a, a, you know. So when I started playing drum set, specifically drum set, I I was like, I want to be, I want to be the best rock drummer in the world ever. Yeah. Right. Well, I just started playing every day. I started playing every single day. I played drums every day of my life. Wow. I have played drums. I would say close to every day, minus about maybe, I'd say a year's worth of time, uh-huh. every single day of my life that I've wow. seen since I started. I've just always played, you know, and like probably missed about what I'd say about 365 days out of out of my life, out of wow. that time, right? So it's like, if you think about that, it's the same thing. I want to I want to be a producer. I want to produce music. I well so I am a producer and I am producing music and I am creating live shows and I am creating content. I am creating videos. I'm creating marketing plans. I'm creating all this stuff. Um I'm running a, a entertainment business, a band that is self-done, you know? Yeah. So it's it's like I do all those things I want to be as good at as, as I can because in those moments, just like when someone looks over and says, Oh my gosh, the drummer broke their hand. Is there a drummer in the house? And it's like all of a sudden you're playing in James Brown's band. What do you do? <laughs> you yeah. say no, you right. don't. You just do it. Right. You know, when I'm at Burning Man and I, I I climb up this this like ladder to get to the top of this platform. And I realized that all the traffic jams that I just encountered on my bike were actually because we were DJing. And I climb up the thing to the top of the platform. There's 30,000 people there waiting for me to DJ. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Mm. But it's like, if I hadn't practiced DJing, if I hadn't been doing this stuff, if I haven't, you know... I can't just, it, it seems crazy to someone who's never done that before. And to me, I'd never played, and that's the most amount of people I've ever played for ever. And it, it was crazy. But it's like, that was also at Burning Man. So it was just sort of not really for us. We were just part of it, right? Mm. So you just, you end up, whatever, however you've practiced, ends up showing tenfold on stage. Yeah. Whatever, however that is, and just because I'm a good drummer doesn't mean I'm 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 good at 
DJing. I got to practice DJing. If I don't practice DJing, I'm not going to be a good DJ. Um, You know, and and actually like learning instruments and playing drums for my whole life has taught me that ethic, you know? So I practice producing. I think that's great. Uh, We got another one here. Uh, Metalphilia says, how are you keeping sane during these trying times, brother? Um, well, I guess the, 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 the overall response should be, um, who exactly says that I'm sane? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause I, I'm I'm not at all. I, I think, um, I think there's nothing about this time that is, um, more challenging than the, just like living with my own brain. I mean, it's just, just. Dude, we've we were just talking about before you came on that like, you know, the we're all kind of losing it a little bit, but the way that we as musicians or artists or creators or whatever, we have to be creative. You know, yeah. that's just that's all of us are like like I was just talking this morning, like, dude, I mean, things are getting real at this point. They're very real. You know, and like, I'm I like, mean, but all I can do is just keep playing drums. That's what I do. You know, like just keep creating, just keep creating content, keep collaborating with people, keep doing whatever we do, you know? Yeah, no, I, I know. And and it's, it's, it's an interesting thing because, um, yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I know that for me, I think this is the the biggest humbling thing. At the onset of this, I obviously had to deal with a bunch of the business side of stuff and like what does that really mean and 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 you know how do we how do we navigate this thing? Um, if we can't play shows, like that's like pretty much all of our income. Um, right. So, you know, having to. First of all, I have to say, like, shout out to our team because, you know, me and Zoe and David, but then also our management and our and our booking agent and and everyone who our social media people and like everyone who's involved in this project and all the staff that we have, like for for our touring staff and stuff like that. Like, you know, first of all, everybody was super is 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 like whatever you need, you know, like they're down for the team and that, that makes any, any situation way better, you know? Um, and so I think the, the tough part is once you figure out, okay, you know, this is going to be hard. We're going to have to make some sacrifices, you know? Um, you know, once you get over that, then it's like, you know, I think something I've been struggling. I mean, I, I'm just on my own. I mean, with the band, I'm okay with it, you know, it. Um, but like, just sort of getting up the courage, to just jump online and just share music. It's like, yeah, um, I want to, but I just also feel so incredibly vulnerable right now because of all the stuff that's happening. And then the hum- humbling moment is like understanding what Beats Antique is going through. Uh, you know, and how that weighs on me and, uh, in our, you know, in our world. Right. And then, and then I just like think about, I can't help, but automatically then like, you know, unselfishly thinking about the people, the other artists who, 
you know, I know how hard it is for us to say, okay, cool, we can't do this show right now, so we're going to postpone it until this date. And then, you know, then we had, like, bump and elbow, like, just elbowing our way into being able to say this date is ours. Yeah. Like, um, I know, I, I'm very realistic about what that means and how, how um, maybe my band is able to do that, whereas a lot of other bands are not able to do that and are not able to reschedule and their, the shows are actually canceled. Like our shows are postponed and it's going to be hard to get through till the time that we actually play shows again, Mm -hmm. but we're going to get to play shows again. Those shows are going to happen. So regardless of what happens between now and then, um, there's going to be something in the future. Right. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of people, there's there's not that luxury, and so um, and it's by no means a luxury for for that our situation. So I think a little bit of sanity is is hard to come by uh, right now. But it is in the creative. It is in the um, expression. It is in like for me personally, like you know, doing these types of things where I get to talk to people live in the moment, you know, like I just, it's so funny that I have like no problem doing that, but then it's like, okay, then if I was to DJ or something, that's going to be really difficult for me. So I I think it's all about really understanding your fears and seeing how they're triggered Um, and getting over it. I mean, I, I've gotten over a lot of stuff, so I think I can get over my uh, sanity issues for now, um, for the most yeah. part. I think that all all musicians are we've we I think we kind of share that. I mean, just, the drummers. Y- y'all are crazy just for even like ha- like just like playing an instrument. You <laughs> yeah, that, <right? laughs> I mean. that's what I mean. Like we we've all had to like we've all been in a position where we don't have a gig on a books for you yeah. know, and it's like okay, what now? You know, yeah. So this is this is I think this is a little bit heavier than that. This is like you know I think I mean this is just of, the single time in the whole history of my life that this kind of thing has ever happened where the whole right. country shuts down, the whole world, man. But <laughs> but then not a let let alone the whole world. Yeah, like, it's like sure there's like nine eleven and big moments of really tragic things happening, mm. but this is like completely different than any of that stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, and thank goodness that we're experiencing this and it's a, it's an illness. It's not a, it's not a war where there's like hate involved in it. It's like, I can't imagine what that would feel like. And I don't want to, um, especially after going through this. So it's like, I, I feel like, and, 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 you know, to all we know, this has just begun. I mean, I, here we are like a month in, right? Dude. Yeah. We don't know. I mean, I don't know how much longer, but you know, it's like, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, all right. So we got, we got one that's actually from, it's from one of our listeners that is from our wheel of death. So, um, I think we, we might only have time for this one, maybe one other wheel of death question, but it's, um, it's not a serious question. So this one comes from Curtis price. He asks if you could choose any dinosaur, which dinosaur would you choose as a pet? <laughs> well, I mean, that's pretty funny. I mean, I, I would say that the, the reason why it's funny 
is because. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Dude, he's holding so up a if, brontosaurus. If you're listening audio only, there's a dinosaur in his webcam right now. So yeah. like, in our studio, we have like a bunch of random things. And <laughs> this this dinosaur usually sits like here, but like this is usually up. So it, it's like usually sits right here. Yeah. You couldn't can't see it because it's right here. And it's, <laughs> I don't know. So what is that? A brontosaurus? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I wouldn't choose a brontosaurus. I have a brontosaurus. I have one, so excuse me. <laughs> me and Phil always go back and forth on if it's called a brontosaurus or a brontosaurus rex. Well, it's, it's not a brontosaurus. What is it? It's a boronosaurus. Boronosaurus? See, we're never going to agree on any of the names for this dinosaur, man. <laughs> I call it a brontosaurus rex. Why? Phil, I don't. Tyran. <laughs> isn't it a tyrannosaurus rex? That, yeah. I, when I was in elementary school, they called that a brontosaurus rex. Maybe it was just a brontosaurus and his name was rex. What does know. the rex mean? That's the thing we got to figure out. Literally Science, the only man. human I've ever heard call it a brontosaurus rex. <laughs> you should have went to my school because okay. every kid did. I'm sorry that you went to that school. <laughs> what, 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 one are you, what, what one are you using, Phil? I'm going with the pteranodon. So the pteranodon is the big one. Yeah, it's like the big pterodactyl thing. Okay, so, so the pterodactyl is it a pterodactyl or is it a? I can go fly around on it and stuff. <laughs> like an avatar? Yeah, just like <laughs> avatar. Dang, all Mine's right. It's more like a swan. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't flying um, anywhere. I think I'm going to go with a stegosaurus, dead. man, because I want to feel what those things feel like. Them spikes. Oh, the plates. Yeah, the plates. Yeah. They're probably heavy, dude. And then he has like bones on his tail. And I want oh, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're super scabs. Yeah, they'll jack up people. <laughs> yeah, this thing is just like eats plants. Yeah, see, I always would go with that too because we could just it's like, got we crazy could plants together. Well, I, the trees were like very big back then. <laughs> I love the red recording light on the yeah. Car. It looks amazing. It looks like that old ride at Nosberry Farm that was like a dinosaur ride. All the dinosaurs were all like dusty and gross. They don't have it there anymore. What are you but... saying to me? <laughs> Dude, that's a that's a that's a great one. All right, I'm gonna spin the wheel. We're gonna ask one more question and then we're gonna wrap it up. So right. here, here we go. I'm scared. Oh, <laughs> it's, they're good. not that bad. <laughs> um, okay, so out of all the many talents that you have that you possess, what's a talent you wish you had that you don't have now? <laughs> <laughs> some of these are like some of these stump our listeners are like our guests and then we're just like no stump. okay so check it out like i never i've never first of all i've never been asked this question before which is <laughs> great anya good on you yeah um shout out to all the 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 folks down under good on you um all right well and then the reason why I laughed was twofold. First, it started with like the sort of like um, the reality of what I was thinking, like where my brain went. I started to make fun of myself. So I started laughing at myself <laughs> for where my brain went. Initially, we won't talk about it. 
because <laughs> um, it's really funny. Um, and I'm going to keep it that way. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and then, it, and then I started laughing about what actually then came up next for me. Cause I didn't know this, but I'll tell you, I, I think it might've been like the cheering or the, the, um, you know, the crowd noise from before, or like the, the sound of the thing happening. I want, I wish, I really, really wish that I was like a world famous illusionist. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> like the super cheese, as cheese ball as you could get. <laughs> and now, bump up. And I write the soundtrack for that whole thing. Maybe, maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll. <laughs> Maybe I'll be a hack illusionist that just has a kick-ass soundtrack. Yeah. And I just have these people doing these tricks that don't aren't hard and they don't really work. And they're not and they're not really that amazing. Maybe but that's the new element Beats Antique needs. Ooh. <laughs> a master illusionist. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Well, either one Zoe's an amazing master illusionist. Really? Yeah. Dang, it sounds like a talented woman, man. I mean she, she puts on like deer antlers and like dang, and then and then when they do the psychedelic episode of um, Burning the psychedelic scene in Burning Man at the, on the Simpsons, mm-hmm. you guys see that? No, no, you didn't see the Simpsons episode when she had some tea. No, no, <laughs> Marge Marge drank some tea and it was you know mushroom tea. Okay, and um. And in a in a scene, there's a there's a moment where she has these visions, and there is literally a character that is Zoe, like walks by, and she's, oh, she's got these antlers on with like all these <laughs> jewels hanging from it. Oh, cool belly dance outfit, and um, yeah. So I would say that um, if you you are a master master illusionist, if you can make it onto The Simpsons. Yeah, you can be yeah. drawn onto The Simpsons. That's Dude, super cool. You gotta be fooling some people. <laughs> Phil, what talent would you have? Oh man. Uh I think I, I wish I could sing. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could sing like really good. You can. <laughs> no, I can't. You gotta try. <laughs> no, you can. You can. Everyone can sing. It's like your natural music. Uh, I, I'm a terrible singer. Well, what's the who's who's told you this? Uh, myself. <laughs> Wait, when have you heard yourself sing? I, Phil, I, I sing. Recorded? No, I'm not going to sing. Sorry. You recorded yourself singing and then you were listening to it and you didn't like it. Yeah. Why not? Uh, what I, was bad about it for you? My tone is dumb and I'm, I'm, dumb. Not, very, I'm not very good at holding <laughs> the right pitch. Hold on, hold on. So your tone is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like it's dumb. It's like it's not. Yeah, it's got its finger up its nose. Dumb. Wait, your tone has nose? <laughs> so interesting. Phil, I'm dying to hear you sing now. Nope. I always sing on the show, nope. and I have to say that I'm pretty great at it. No, I'm just kidding. Nah. <laughs> I'm not good at it. Uh, but Phil, for some reason, it makes Phil laugh every time I start singing songs on the show. It's because he wants to sing, you know. You know, yeah. he just really wants to sing. He just he's so happy for you that he wants to sing. Yeah, dude, I'm jealous. I yeah. think my uh, if I had the talent, I wish I had is I wish I was a phenomenal like songwriter. So I play other instruments and I can just write my own songs. I am not a good songwriter. Hey, I'm you not know a what? At all. 
Well, do you, how do you know? Well, I don't actually know. Okay, that's what I thought. I've always wanted to write a great song, like where I just write the lyrics and I write the instruments and or the, right. the other stuff. Well, okay, then, so let me ask you a philosophical question. What makes a great song? For me, beautiful yeah, sure. chords that are put together yeah. properly. Yeah. And then a amazing counter melody. Yeah. With either the vocals or another instrument. Yeah. And then great lyrics that my wife would approve of. Because <laughs> I don't listen to lyrics, but she does. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, first of all, you can't write lyrics if you don't listen to lyrics. <laughs> that's why so, like, I'm always listening to drums. You write like drum. That's why drummers sometimes are bad lyricists because they're like, yeah. and the beat goes boom, boom, boom. It's yeah, like, that's yeah. really all you can come up with. Come on. <laughs> yeah. One, so, two, three, four. <laughs> that's it. That's how. That's what my brain is processing all the time but i am a sucker for awesome chords yeah i think that's why i like brazilian music so much it's just like mm. oh man the chords get me every time it's like this this certain element they have with their chords yeah yeah, oh, yeah. i feel that yeah so, um so yeah that's what i would do phil wants to be a singer you want to be an illusionist we could have quite a band <laughs> i write the songs you do the magic. <laughs> Phil sings. We are dope. Perfect. Well, let's just do that. Should we do that now? <laughs> we do, I'm telling you, dude, I would do it. I would do it just, but you know, I would do that just to hear my horrible songwriting and Phil's amazing voice. We're off to a great start. <laughs> Is Do you think this is a didgeridoo? <laughs> is it a rain stick? Do not. <laughs> didgeridoo not. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. It's called a didgeridoo-don't. <laughs> dude, I think that is a better place than ever <laughs> to call this, to wrap this up. I think it just harkens back to the original question to, that got us to the here, which is... Uh, how are you dealing with, you know, how are you staying sane during the coronavirus? Exactly. Yeah. Not. You got to just, <laughs> you just got to have an idea and you got to just go with it, man. Yeah. My, <laughs> if your idea is to sit on the couch and do nothing, do that. Yeah. If, you can. Now, well, this is the time where you're allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. If it's to build a snowman only out of the contents of your freezer. Like, <laughs> do it. Take a picture and send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> dude sidecar tommy <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the drum brigade podcast man um, thanks for having me yeah dude i love i love the stories and the like just i love it it's all good man so we gotta i feel like that was too short we gotta have you on again sometime we can go for another five hours there's nothing else going on <laughs> um, seriously i would be totally down if we didn't <laughs> we didn't have um, other stuff on the schedule as far as lessons you know, and stuff. Schedule. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, <laughs> dude? I can, I can, like, I can cancel this, the lessons, and we can just run the show and just. I'm down, actually. <laughs> just eat a burrito on, yeah, on, yeah, on I mean, air. Um, so people want to people want to get in touch with you or watch what you do. Um, you have a website. 
Is it just sidecartommy.com? Well, there's sidecartommy.com, and that's where I'll be offering some of the things where you could have me play drums on your track. Obviously, for a drum podcast, it's not, there's plenty of drummers on here. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, you know, basically, I, 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 uh, I'm available to make beats for people and stuff like that. So you can get in touch with me through there, through my Facebook. It, it's uh, Tommy Kappel or uh, Sidecar Tommy Beats. Nice. Um, also, like Beats Antique is a great website for for stuff. And if you want to see me drumming, most of my stuff is on YouTube through Beats Antique and stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah. Go hit the follow button. Also, Instagram Sidecar Tommy on Instagram. Yeah. And, Definitely. Uh, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on, and um, yeah, uh, and go download for... my music on Spotify too. Yeah. That's a that's a good way to support. Or yeah, like you know, it. buy it. Buy it. it. Buy it on yeah. Bandcamp. Go to Bandcamp yeah. and just pay what you want and make it a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Man, want. thank thank you so much for coming on and we'll uh we'll chat soon. Yeah, take care. Be- All right, man. Later. Oh buddy. Yeah. 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 Yes, indeed. Dude, Sidecar Tommy. Just just kicking it with us. It's one cool dude. Yeah, man. He's got, man, he's got like stories and just like very like, he's just like sit in a rocking chair and just hang out and just hear him talk. That was like the most mellow interview we've had, I think. It was great. (laughs) But like in a really good way. Like, yeah. it was really, really cool. I like the way, like, I like his cadence, you know? Like, I like the way he talks. He's just like, he'll take take a minute to, like, gather his thoughts. And uh, if it's like, and then he'll just be like, I feel like this. It's good. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Man, shout out to Sidecar Tommy for coming on, chatting with us about uh, Beats Antique and all the stuff that he does. Dude's a really dope producer. You could see it. If you guys see this this video, like... I'll probably post a little clip on Instagram. Um, you can see how cool his studio looks. He was telling us before that there's a full dance studio attached and um, for like all the stuff that he does and then like another room attached to record drums and stuff in. Um, looks really cool. So uh, thanks to Sidecar Tommy for coming on, hanging out with us. That was legit. Like I didn't, I didn't know much about, about him. Um, so I was a bit nervous, you know, like talking seemed to work very well so i'm uh stoked that he came on thanks dude um all right funky phil so um what are you gonna do you're just gonna be on dad duty and yep teach some lessons or something yep gonna put a loaf of bread in the oven dang it i miss your bread phil okay dang it i have some i made a sandwich oh look at what i got though is that I was wondering. A, I saw a delicious that delicious burrito. I saw that foil wrapped goodness on your table, <laughs> and I was like, "That's a burrito, isn't it?" Yeah, to take out I, burrito. I got to pack my lunch these days because um, I, I don't have time to go home, so I just got to pack it, and it's the best you know. way. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. So uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna just straight purely wrap this show right here and right now. Yeah. Um. You know, it's we have stuff to say, but we don't have much to say because we haven't been playing gigs. So, <laughs> um, 
So we're, we're going to try to work out this go-to-meeting thing. Um, the business people of the Drum Brigade um, want to have a meeting with us and talk about this stuff. And then me, you, and the Gooch need to jump on a meeting call tomorrow. Fuck you, Phil. Okay. I got some ideas, and I know you guys got some ideas, and we need to move forward with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll let you fill you guys in on that in due time, people. <laughs> um, all in all, though, we got to keep it moving forward. I love what he said. It's so inspirational. I love what Tommy just said about coming into the studio every day and creating something. I hope that you guys can do that because I'm going to try to come in here every day and record something. Like whether it's me playing a groove or me playing a lick, I'm going to try to have a bunch of Insta bangers and just post those mugs. And just if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. I got to figure out a way to get a camera slider because it's a game changer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Shout out to Revolution for sponsoring our show. Um, Shout out to Sidecar Tommy for coming on and uh, all that stuff. Shout out to Liz Vegas for um, recommending him. That was cool. Liz came on the show a while ago. Um, So thanks to Liz. Thanks to you guys for um, sending in listener questions and emailing us and all that stuff that you guys do. Go and support the Drum Brigade. Go and support our merch store. Um, Man, I cannot say that enough. You guys won't be disappointed if you go. There's something for everyone on that that, uh, on our merch store. It's just on drumbrigade.com. If you guys know anybody who's looking for drum lessons or anything like that, um, just also hit us up. We're, we're available. We're here. We're not doing nothing. You need drum tracks, hit us up. That's what we're here for. You want to come and watch me live? I might go on tomorrow night, Facebook live. Yeah. Play dumb songs in your requests. Uptown um, funk. Play Uptown Funk. Oh, well, tomorrow night will be Tuesday night. So if this comes out on Tuesday, then go and listen to me tonight. And no, I will not be playing Uptown Funk. Don't no, you no, miss no. It? I'm just kidding. I don't miss <laughs> it at all. I don't miss playing that song one bit. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I have the loop created on my SPDS. And um, Dude. yeah, sometimes I'll just play it for the students and they start dancing. <laughs> it's pretty funny. All right, guys. Drum Brigade Podcast. Shout out to Revolution. I don't know if I said that. Yes, I did. Um Thank you, Funky Phil, and um, episode 78 in the books. Oh, baby. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe. Get